This is your tale of the tape. Notre Dame Fighting Irish versus your Virginia Cavaliers. You are Locked On Virginia, your daily podcast on the Virginia Cavaliers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good day, viewers and listeners. I am your host, Big Law Lawrence Johnson, and welcome to the Locked On Virginia Cavaliers podcast, the first place to come to get your Wahoo fix every day as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Of course, the date is 2-18-2023, and our title sponsor today is FanDuel. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel forward slash locked on to get started. All right, man. So this is the tale of the tape for the fighting Irish of Notre Dame and the University of Virginia. And quite frankly, it should be much to do about nothing. But with these Wahoos, or we like to call them here in, in uh, Virginia, the cardiac calves, just can't put anybody away. Uh, the way that we think that they should be put away. Uh, we're looking at a team that struggled mightily against a lowly, lowly, lowly Louisville Cardinal team, which by all intents and purposes, by numbers, was quite frankly the worst ACC team in like history or, or one of the bottom three teams ever in history about all of their metrics scoring you know win percentage they're like one in uh they only won one game in the conference and they're like three of 23 or three of 22 before that uh game against university of virginia but one thing about that team i will have to say they were on the move they were coming uh louisville was and they're you know starting to kind of figure out how their talent uh, they're, they're finally meshing, you know, and getting their talent together and, and, and kind of figuring out how they're going to uh, play together. You know, sure, it's at the end of the year, but better late than never. But Virginia almost got caught in that trap. And they're definitely one of those teams where they could play a little bit of a spoiler. I think they're going to win a couple, two or three more games. Could be three. You know, we have, what, five or six games left now, you know, in the season. And uh i know they gave us hell i know they gave um a couple teams before us uh hell as well so they they really are are looking to uh break some hearts you know and and upset some seedings or maybe even knock some folks out of the uh march madness tournament but big game today the notre dame fighting irish are coming to town to grace us, uh, you know, in the JPJ. Now, the JPJ, of course, uh, I wonder how the atmosphere is going to be. Will it be totally hype? Will it be kind of subdued, you know, based off of the uh, the opponent, you know, coming off of a 61 to 58 win off of Louisville? I know that that Duke game, that, that there's really no substitute, you know, for um, for a Duke. Virginia basketball game at home and 
every Duke game I've been to, it's been absolutely pandemonium. And it's the loudest that I've seen, louder than North Carolina, even louder than uh, Virginia Tech, uh, in my opinion. I, I just think that Duke just has the, you know, the villain factor going on. There's a lot of things going on with them, but um, let's see how the JPJ stacks out. Of course, the game today, uh, the number seven uh, Virginia Cavaliers play Notre Dame at two at noon. All right, twelve noon um, on ESPN two. So make sure, as I say before, grab your beverage of choice, get your snacks, get ready to rock and roll because we're looking at a um, a Notre Dame team who's really trying to come in here and upset University of Virginia. Maybe a lot of teams feel like Virginia's right for the picking right now because they're going through uh, a transition. You know, a lot of times, you know, you may not get the team that you want until later in the season because you're going through so many transitions. This is definitely a, um, a, 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 a period that UVA is going through that's uh, – that's a little different for me. Usually Tony Bennett has his team set. Uh, and I'm not talking about like substitution wise. Yes. Um, Tony Bennett usually keeps a tight ship when it comes to uh, substituting his players. Usually it's about a seven person, eight person rotation uh, off the bench. But, you know, as far as what type of team it is, we're still up in the air. Nobody really knows, you know, in my opinion, uh, you know, right now. I think that the way that they won last game against Louisville was totally different from how they won the previous game. And then the previous game from that, they won a different way. Louisville, they could not um, – they, they, they scored when they needed to. They stopped shooting jumpers when they realized that the jumpers weren't working outside of Armand Franklin um, and uh, Isaac McNeely. So they started driving to the bucket, getting fouled, uh, getting uh, closer shots to the basket, which is a new thing for the University of Virginia, in my opinion, uh, to be able to switch themselves or switch their style uh, in the middle of the season. Actually, we're at the third you know, entering the third, uh, you know, the uh, the last third of the season. And, and they're doing things that uh, I, I really didn't expect for them to do. And then you talk about, you know, the game before when, when they did play uh, that Duke team. Shot in the 20s and the, for three-point percentage, low 20s, and they shot in the uh, 40s for free throws uh, against Duke. Excuse me. Yeah. High 40s, uh, low 50s against Duke from the free throw line. Just total uh, misfires by the University of Virginia's basketball team. You usually don't see that from them. So where are they now? You know, they got Notre Dame coming in. And Notre Dame, these guys can shoot the three. We've got to be careful in playing this squad. And they have uh, some folks out there, you know, who can – um, really hurt you from multiple positions. And we're going to have to speak about that in a minute. But before we get into that, the midway point of the NBA season is here and now. It is the perfect time to download 
FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because new customers can get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back for the first bet that doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sports app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you bet on everything from a money line to point scores, scorers, and threes drained. It's a great opportunity, uh, you know, to, to to really try to earn some some cold hard cash, especially if you're one of these people who feels like you have a hunch on what may happen, you know, for some games. You know, it's finally legal to do it in the state of Virginia. You know, go ahead out there and try it. Uh, they have uh, players, uh, player props, player points, rebounds, assists, etc., and so many more exclusive bets like two times three, two three-pointers scored in the first three minutes. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance for a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go fanduel.com forward slash locked on. That's fanduel.com forward slash locked on to learn more. Thank you for making Locked On Virginia your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, hear from big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. But yeah, give yourself an opportunity. You may earn some cash. Of course, this is bracket season. All right. They're putting the brackets together right now. They're cooking them up in the back. Okay. You know, make sure you, uh, as they would say back in the day, uh, Mike and Mike, your sheet of integrity. Get your sheet of integrity together and put your best efforts forward. You could win some cold hard cash. Of course, um, you know, this is like the last big bet or big betting opportunity to, uh, to, to, to really jump in and, and get a lot of bets at one time, you know, on college basketball, you know, with all the brackets. But, yeah, back to UVA and Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, Virginia uh, right now 20-4, and four, you know, won their 20th game against Louisville. Louisville, of course, um, uh, gave them a go. But getting that 20th win is a big deal. Uh, UVA is trying to run the, the, you know, run the table. You're talking about five more games, including this one. You got Notre Dame. You got North Carolina. Notre Dame, North Carolina, Louisville, Clemson. Uh, and a missing one. But, yes. But those games right there, they, they just have to uh, figure it out right now. And, um, 
And I think they can. I think they can definitely pull out the victory against all of these teams, but they got to play a consistent style of basketball. We don't know what we don't know about this team. We usually know that, okay, they're going to be a good free throw shooting team. Not the case uh, recently. We also figure, all right, cool. You know, they're going to be able to shoot open three-pointers. Not the case, man. Uh, And it hasn't been the case for the last few years. You know, this year we thought we had something. You know, the guys were, uh, you know, were shooting pretty well. And, you know, they're still shooting 38%, you know, which is good for a team. But one of the three-point shooters, Reese Beekman, has kind of gone into the tank, you know, when it comes to shooting threes. And, um, you know, Bennett Vanderplas can be up and down, but when he's up, the team seems to do really well. Kihei Clark just being consistent, doing what he has to do, you know, to continue to uh, motor this team forward, playing his best basketball as a Wahoo. And we're talking about also um, Amon Franklin, who for the most part has been consistent and been really, really tough in, uh, in, being, the, in, in being the scoring threat that he needs to be. Jaden Gardner, a little bit, uh, you know, has showed that he can be somewhat of the go-to guy that he was last year. He's been a little bit up and down lately as well, but um, but can but does show that he can put up twenty points a game uh, and get you know uh, seven, eight, nine rebounds a game as well. So you know it's not consistent in way around. That's one thing about having a lot of players who can score. You mean you talk about your starting five of Kihei Clark, Reese Beekman. Amon Franklin, Jaden Gardner, Bennett Vanderplas. All of those guys can get you double figures. They almost average double figures as a starting five, believe it or not. So, you know, you really just got to go with the hot hand. I think that's what Tony's trying to do. Then you got guys coming off the bench, you know, who, who can really light it up. You got like Isaac McNeely, who is pretty much their dead-eye three-point shooter on the team and he can come in he can get you seven eight nine points as well i think he's averaging about seven or eight points right now and that's two or three three pointers a game two to three three pointers a game off of like five shots five six shots so the kid is 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 putting putting together a a uh, a, a good resume for a true freshman for tony bennett and a virginia uh basketball team that usually doesn't use true freshmen then of course i cannot leave out the energy man, the spark, the uh, uh, the 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 he turns the momentum, the momentum changer. That's what his name is. I'm gonna have to write that down. Ryan Dunn. He's the momentum shifter. And uh, when Ryan Dunn comes in the game, he will shift the momentum with a dunk, a defensive stopping play, fast break, whatever. Ryan Dunn. I mean, he's one of my favorite players to watch on this team because you never know when he's going to be uh when he's going to put a highlight together on uh on sports center you know for espn because he he's he's a high flyer he's a rim rocker and he's just uh, a special special player uh as a true freshman and i'm just excited to see where we go from here but let's get into more of the tail of the tape one thing about notre dame you'll notice uh well first of all their record 10 16 2 and 13 in, in the ACC, UVA 20 and 4, 12 and 3 uh, in, the, uh, in the ACC. 
One thing you notice about both of these teams are very similar in the way that their pace of play. They both have a very slow pace of play. They're very close in how many possessions they get, you know, and, and how fast they play. So that's something that you really need to be aware of. You know, we're not looking at a track meet, you know, you know, with this uh, with this team. So uh, it's it. it, it it, that's the kind of team that scares me because they could get UVA in trouble because once UVA starts to go into one of their lulls or one of their droughts, a team like this who plays with the same kind of pace of play and they are a good three-point shooting team, uh, you know, a, a few of their players are. So, you know, it, it could get dicey uh, nowadays. Also, um turnover ratio they are one of the better teams in turnover percentage uh offensive turnover percentage meaning they don't turn the ball over a lot just like uva and to be frank they're the only team in the acc that is better than virginia in turnover percentage uh for the offense now think about that they turn the ball over percentage wise less than Virginia does. So you can't really make any mistakes against this team. All right? You got to play defense, and they shoot their threes. They make their threes. You have to close out hard. You know, this is uh, – well, what are we uh, – we got about an hour left here before we get to this game. So, yeah, there, there, there's no looking back, turning back now. You know, this team, they need these five wins. Uh, and, and I'm calling it right now. I mean, uh, let me see here. I know I'm, I'm getting notifications here and there about, you know, about the game. I was looking forward to see, you know, if all the players were okay. One player I did have in mind that I was worried about is Reese Beekman. Reese still don't look right to me. Reese has looked like he's uh, maybe he's laboring a little bit, you know, again, but he always looks like he's laboring in one way or another. But uh, today, of course, they got Notre Dame. Next game is Boston College. That was the one that I was missing. Uh, BC uh, on Wednesday, and that's a 7 p.m. game. Uh, the game after that's a huge game against North Carolina on Saturday, the 25th. I'll be in the building for that. That's a 6 p.m. tip-off. That's going to be all over uh, uh, ESPN and promote, especially if UVA pulls off these two wins like they should, going into that game with 22 wins. And then the other big game. Right after that, which they double back and they turn right back around. And they play on Tuesday night against Clemson, who really has been running and leading the ACC for the past, for most of the year, not even past, for the most of the year until these last few games where they have stumbled. But Clemson still is, is in the mix. Don't think that they're not. They have an opportunity to get at it. And that's going to be in the JPJ as well. That's the last day of uh, February, and that's a 7 p.m. tip-off on Tuesday. Then they got uh, Louisville again, you know, Louisville who showed that they're not to be fouled with, <laughs> you know, even though they're a team that's, um, you know, they only won one conference game. UVA almost gave them another one. So, yes, Louisville will be is a different team. But, but the thing about it, they come to the JPJ this time, and that'll be a Saturday, March 4th game as well. Time to be – or time for tip-off will be determined. And uh, then after that, we get into uh, conference 
uh, ACC uh, tournament conference play, conference tournament play. So, um, and that's the following week. And then, of course, the game is Saturday. So, um, the championship game is Saturday. So, and then, of course, Selection Sunday is March 12th. But I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where this team goes. Uh, let me give you some more tail of the tape for points per game and stuff like that. So uh, just to give you an idea how many points, UVA is averaged right at about 70 points a game. When they hit 70 points, that's a magical number. I believe they're undefeated. I may have to get my stats guy on that. But they're an undefeated team, uh, you know, when we're talking about, uh, you know, University of Virginia uh, – um, hitting that 70 point mark. Uh, also keep in mind, you know, right now UVA, their average is 69.6. That's the average. Uh, Notre Dame is averaging 70.7. Uh, that's some um, points per game they're averaging. Points against UVA is giving up 60.3 points. Uh, and Notre Dame's giving up 70.2. That's negative two uh, points per game that they're giving up. Also, we got uh, the turnover percentage, what I was talking about, which I think could be a real factor today. UVA is number eight in the country when it comes to turnover percentage, like how well they take care of the ball on offense. Notre Dame is number two in the nation. So let's not sleep. They take care of the ball. They get almost everything that, that they can get out of, the, uh, of, a, of a possession every time they come down to try to score. Field goal percentage, UVA shooting 50.8%. Notre Dame is 51.3. So they put it up and fill it up. Three-point percentage UVA shooting 37.6%. Notre Dame shooting 36.7%. So they can shoot that three like UVA does. So let's not, uh, you know, let's not overlook this team. This is a team that I feel uh, plays similar to UVA as far as pace of play. They don't turn the ball over. They take care of, uh, you know, or try to get the most out of their possessions. Um, you know, they will rebound the ball as well. And, you know, some of these uh, players, and let's get into some of the players for Notre Dame. Nate Lezowski, uh the big man, he's the center. He's a, he's a, uh, you remember the center for Boston College, how the center for Boston College really started to go to work on UVA. And the guy was hitting all kinds of shots. He was shooting threes he just had a complete game you know like i'm surprised around those pro scouts here if this guy plays like this you know for his uh entire uh year you know but uh they have the same kind of a big man you know he can shoot threes he can play down low some you know he can um he rebounds he's averaging 14.5 points uh nate laser whiskey uh seven rebounds and one uh assist a game so you got to watch out for him then of course their forward dane goodwin who Put up uh, 20 plus points the last game that he played, uh, averaging 12 points, 5.2 uh, rebounds, and 2.2 assists. Then, of course, uh, the guard, uh, Cormac Ryan, averaging 11 points, four rebounds, and two and a half assists. You know, they got some guys who can score. You know, they, they, they can put up some points. You know, the difference is UVA, their scoring is a little bit more spread out. You're looking at uh, Jaden Gardner, averaging 11.3. Points 4.9 rebounds, 1.1 assists. Amon Franklin uh, averaging 12.8 assists, 4.3 rebounds, 1.3 assists. That's their top score. You know, uh, Amon Franklin's a top score. They, quite frankly, they just need him to keep shooting, keep making his buckets. 
you know, at least, you know, be a threat. You know, because when he's a threat, he, one thing I've noticed about him, and he's doing really well, is he's driving to the bucket. He's not settling for that three-point shot sometimes. He's really driving to the bucket. Now, whether he's going to do well with it is, you know, when it gets there is another story. But one thing I have noticed is he's getting fouled a lot more. That's what we want. You know, that's what you need, especially during tournament time. You're going to go through droughts. Lord knows Virginia goes through droughts. Uh, you know, at the most inopportune time, but they still uh, can pull games out, but they got to hit those free throws. Free throws have been the bane of the existence of this team for this last three, four game stretch here. They've got to hit their outside shots and if they're not hitting their outside shots. It is a must that they have to hit their free throws. Uh, so let's keep going. Reese Beekman averaging 9.7, uh, 3.1 rebounds and five assists. You know, we got to keep an eye on him. I wonder where Reese is right now in his uh, process, you know, his injuries uh, process right now. And then, of course, you got the general. Kihei Clark, 11.7 points, 2.8 rebounds, and 5.9 assists, playing his best uh, game as a Wahoo in his career. Also, Kihei's the most uh, decorated, meaning playing time for the University of Virginia. Actually, in the ACC, no one has played more games than 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 uh, than Kihei Clark, you know. Shout out to Kihei, man. Just keep grinding, young man. You're doing your thing. We're proud of you out here, and uh, you know, you, you still see your development. You know, you, you you're still coming along, and the man has a ring. But things to watch out for: three point shooting from uh from the Irish. Uh, they also have to make sure, as far as UVA goes, make their free throws. Because this team is not going anywhere, and it's going to be hard to shake them because UVA plays and Notre Dame, they play at a similar pace of play. So blowing them out, you know, is, is, is kind of kind of dicey. It's kind of difficult uh, to do that because you just don't get enough possessions out there. And they're not going to push the pace either. So look for another close game. Prediction for the score, I'm looking at 65 to 60. UVA wins. They continue, uh, you know, their, their their streak of winning. And actually, it'll be their eleventh uh, out of twelve games. Uh, you know that they can win if they, if they win this game. That's what it would be. So let's see how this team goes, guys. Um, but I'm just looking forward to this game. We got about an hour before tip off. Get there. Get your beverage of choice. Get your snacks. And I'll see you there. Uh, hang out and uh, watch me. Uh, on YouTube and also check me out on Odyssey and all the other uh, streaming platforms. Make sure you subscribe, hit the like button for all the social medias and you'll get me every time I go live. But I got to thank you for making Locked On Virginia your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, hear your big name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. This is Big Law. And these are always available anywhere you get your YouTubes and wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, guys. Wahoo-wah. Go Wahoos.